BeastNet Podcast, sponsored in part by James Safety Services, OCR Buddy, and supported by the fitness community. Here we discuss all things fitness-related, running, rucking, mental health and preparedness, and of course, obstacle course racing. Welcome to the BeastNet. Hey everybody, it's Mike with BeastNet here, and on this episode I've got with me Jake Moore from WarX. Uh, Jake, let everyone know a little bit about uh, who you are and, and what WarX is. All right. Well, thanks, Mike. Um, I am one of the owners, uh, race coordinator, and uh, partner with uh, WarX. Uh, we've got about three or four of us, and uh, we started WarX uh, about three years ago. Uh, we are uh, all veteran group, uh, owned and operated. And what we decided to do was kind of start an obstacle course race that included a war zone uh, environment, uh, which obviously is quite different from pretty much every other race out there. So uh, we wanted to create something on private land, uh, a large piece of property that we wouldn't have to move, so it would remain uh, permanent. Mm -hmm. And by doing that, uh, it allows us to also create that war zone environment because you can't do that on public land for the most part. So, yeah, um, yeah, that's kind of what WarX is, an obstacle course race with a war zone environment. That's interesting because I've I've talked to a couple other race companies and stuff and that's one of the things that seems to be with OCR and obstacle course racing is it's evolving you know it yep. started off you know like for me I started off just running races and then I'm like okay this is boring <laughs> and then all right. of a sudden it's like oh obstacles I can throw something in the middle and now all of a sudden I have to be able to lift and I have to be I just don't run so I'm like okay this is cool but then after a while not sound bad that gets kind of you know monotonous because a lot of them yeah absolutely they use the same obstacles and a lot of them, like you said, because of the fact that a lot of them are moving, they try and create obstacles that are easy to put together and all that kind of stuff. So by you guys doing it on private land, you can build permanent obstacles that are to your design and change the aspect of just obstacle course where you're just, you know, I mean, the original ones, you were just pretty much playing in mud. And now, you know, then they put up walls and then they, you know, and then all of a sudden, you know, some of the other ones came out with, you know, heavy lifting and Atlas balls and stuff like that. And, you know, now it's, this is, I think, the next evolution. One of the other ones I've, t- I've talked to there, they put in guns um, with a door breach and, you know, target shooting along with the obstacles, which is, is a cool idea um, and a neat evolution of it. What is, I know you say a war zone atmosphere. What, what is, what, what do you mean by that? Um, so from the beginning, uh, we, we start our race a, a little bit different. Um, a lot of times you got, a uh, the hype guy up there or somebody leading some type of a warm up. Mm-hmm. um, with our race, what we do is we base everything around historical battles or, uh, some type of a mission and that brief, uh, the, the initial brief before the uh, races are let out, uh, is based around that. And we tell them. Uh, for instance, uh, one of our races was the called the Frozen Chosen. It was about the Chosen Reservoir where the Marines fought in North uh, Korea there. And uh, it was cold outside, obviously, and uh, it, it worked out because basically what we'll do is we start off with explosions, uh, full-on uh, Tannerite explosions, live fire. Uh, we have uh, 50 cal uh, machine guns that are, you know, they're gas propane guns, but they're uh, very realistic. Yeah. And um, those are firing off. We've got smoke uh, drifting across the battlefield the entire time um, while people are running. 
and just to immerse them into more of an atmosphere of, you know, they're going to war with that obstacle course race. And we're, we're given that, that extra push to really make it a war and a battle for them. And they may stop along the way and uh, be told, Hey, come here and help me explode this or destroy this or shoot this. And um, we have a lot of racers that absolutely love that part. They just, you know, they're like, I can't believe, you know, you guys pull me up, pull me right out of the run here and just had me shoot this and, you know, then continue on your way. So um, we really just, we love to engage with everybody. We don't have a lot of people just standing around observing. Everybody's really part of that atmosphere. That's pretty cool. I mean, that, that's a cool idea. I mean, it gives you that whole just different, you know, aspect. Like, like I said, a lot of the ones I've done, it's more of, you know, you're out in the middle of nature and it's kind of, you know, quiet and serene. And then you're, you're climbing over obstacles. And I, I would feel like a battle zone thing it would be you'd be more on guard you'd be more paying attention i mean you'd almost have that that fight or flight you know yeah absolutely that's we get a lot of people say that uh you know the adrenaline rush you know of uh uh, someone yelling at you get down get down as a 50 cal fires over top of you and the machine guns rattling off and uh the smell the sights the sounds everything out there um just puts you into a different uh, a different atmosphere yeah and, and i could i could see that and i mean for people i think i mean you would know this i mean people who haven't been in an actual war zone don't know the, the, the what it's like they see what they see on tv and the movies and i mean you know i wouldn't know i mean I, i'll be honest i was one of those ones i was a week away from shipping to to, to boot camp and a medical issue that you know stopped me so um i did not get the the opportunity to to serve my country but um it's you know i've heard from people who have been there that you know what they show in movies sometimes they get close other times it's not i mean it's you know but being there and i would feel like that kind of event for someone who's probably been there i mean is it does it feel like you're back i mean in that war zone there you know we we there's a few things that, uh, that happened during the event. Um, we, we obviously base a lot of everything we build, um, is for a, a 501c that we partner with operation enduring warrior. Yes. And they have a lot of, um, um, disabled amputees, uh, adaptive athletes, guys that are just saying, you know, I need to get back into something and they will do whatever is needed to get there. Um, so <clears throat> to your original question there, Yes, there is an aspect of the battlefield that can be very real, especially for those that have been there before. Um, sometimes there's triggers that can set things off. Uh, we're very sensitive to that, obviously. And, uh, you know, we have no problem and nobody else on the field has a problem with us ceasing fire uh, to, to, to accommodate whatever they need. That being said, obviously, there's no way to replicate real war. Yeah. Uh, you know, that, that feeling of being a reward, the sights and sounds and smells, we can, we can do our best and it does add a lot of excitement, but, um, yeah, no, it's, uh, there's, it's as real as we can possibly make it. Yeah, no. And I, and I get that. Cause I mean, there's still going to be, I mean, one of those things not to sound bad when you're there, you know, it's everything's, you know, done to a safe manner. I mean, there's really sure. not actually people out there trying to shoot you, you know, which right. could be a war, a real war zone. But and I get it too with, you know, the operation during freedom and stuff like that. I have a lot of friends that are uh, ex-military who suffer from severe PTSD. Um, sure. Absolutely. A friend that literally every other day, whether he answers me or not, I send him a message asking how he's doing just to, to check up on him because I'm 
That's awesome. I know he has severe PTSD. And I mean, it's, you know, those people, they, they fought for our country and they came back, you yep. know, even people who come back physically whole don't always come back mentally whole. So, and that's what yeah, absolutely, man. And that's, and that's part of what, that's part of our major mission is to raise awareness for that. And, you know, part of bringing in the historical aspect mm-hmm. of uh, our races and uh, for enduring warrior guys uh, to be front and center every time we make sure that uh, everybody gets to see what they do. So, yeah. And, and I know you mes- mentioned op- er, Operation Enduring Warrior, and I've heard them before, but I mean, and we hear about them, you know, in the OCR community, you see them all the time. I mean, I've seen them in multiple races that I've gone to um, all over the country. And what is, tell us a little bit more about them. I mean, you, you, I know yeah. you, you, you work with them quite a bit. I mean, they're a great 501c that, you know, I mean, anybody out there, if you can help support them, they're an amazing company. They, we are extremely, extremely passionate about them. We've actually you know, at WarX is actually their official training grounds. Now, mm-hmm. um, they, they do more than just run our races. They, they do, they bring up other team members there. Uh, they are also opening an archery program as well, uh, that they, they'll be able to move all over the country and they are nationwide. Uh, but we've made as the best we possibly can a home for them. Um, enduring warrior is an all volunteer run program. So, mm-hmm literally you know every dime goes to helping their mission to honor empower motivate uh wounded veterans and law enforcement now as well for the past couple years uh they opened up that branch and um those guys i mean i'm sure if you guys seen them out there they wear those masks and um they do i don't know if you uh a lot of people may not know and understand why but they wear the full uh military uniform and masks because those masks obviously make it very hard to uh, do their job, but they do that to ensure that they remind themselves how much harder it is for the guy next to them that they're helping through that may be an amputee or, you know, may have PTSD. And the second part of that is to remain anonymous completely because they want to put a hundred percent focus on the honoree themselves that are running through the course. And that's why they wear that mask. Which makes sense. I mean, that's one of those things. I mean, it's, a true volunteer doesn't do it for the glory. They do it to do it. Um, Absolutely. Same thing you get with most mil- people in the military. They don't go in the military for glory. They go in the military because that's, you know, what they, yeah. you know. It's a service, right? The service. They go into service. And, and that's awesome. I did not know that about the mask. I'd always kind of wondered. So that, that makes perfect sense. I mean, and I get it with the mask. I've done one of the virtual races that I've done through this whole pandemic was uh, you had to do a six-mile run. Uh, with a 20-pound rock and wearing a, a mask. So in the closest I could come, I had one of the altitude masks, and I cranked it up all the way. And went ran six miles, and I will tell you, my uh, I've had asthma my entire life and still do whatever. And, I mean, I, my lungs were on fire when I finished On that. fire. Oh, I can only imagine. That's rough. Yeah. So it was one of those challenges. I'm like, I don't even know if I want to do this one, but I, like, bought the whole package, and I'm like, well, it's one of them, so I might as well go do it. So Right on, man. Right on. But I mean, I couldn't imagine trying to do an obstacle course race because, like I said, I just had the altitude mask. I've seen those masks. I deal with uh, construction safety. So uh, respirators is something that we deal with a lot. And those full face masks like they, you know, the military style ones, those are not right. they're, they're not made to breathe through easily and they're not made to do physical exercise. But our military, you know, they do do, you know, physical exercise and do stuff wearing those masks. And it's yeah, it's amazing what, it's the, amazing. what they do. Sure, man. It's amazing. So I know you said you have a, a permanent home. Where, where is that? 
We're in Southern Ohio, small town. Nobody's ever heard of probably it's uh, Thurman, Ohio, mm-hmm. South of Columbus, about an hour and a half. Um, and we're down in the Hills out in the middle of nowhere, about 740 acres of wow. land. Um, and we, uh, we, Right now, our course, we, we just moved. We had to move our entire course to this property. It's gorgeous. Um, a lot of open areas, open hills, a lot of woods, trails, ponds, water obstacles. And, um, you know, being there on private property uh, with, uh, with working with a family that actually lives there on the property and uh, wants us there makes it a great environment for us, uh, safety-wise. Also, the fact that uh, we're in the middle of nowhere, we can make a lot of noise and nobody really says too much about that. Yeah, people get a little weird when they hear a whole lot of gunshots. So, I mean, they do gunfire, explosions, things like that. They start to kind of wonder what's going on. So, yeah, I I live pretty close to a base. So, um, I actually just moved in this house a little farther away, but even, you know, 15 miles away from the base, I can still hear it. So, yeah, yeah. They make some noises at JBLM, so. It'll yeah. surprise you. Yeah, so, and I, I do, in construction safety, I spend a lot of time on the bases, so, you know. Right on. We've got, what, five? I think five bases here in Washington now. So, oh, wow. So, I've spent a lot of time going to the bases for different different walks, different, you know, safety, you know, construction, even though the, the safety and at the bases are completely different. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah, then you're dealing with, with their safety guys, and, yeah, they're different, so. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it sounds pretty cool. I mean, I'm going to have to take a look at where it's at and maybe when all this, you know, pandemic stuff's over when we can leave our houses. Yeah, absolutely. We, well, I mean, and we're running, you know, we're having a uh, October race. We, we kind of just came out with that. Um, We did a a trilogy race in July and it was crazy hot, but um, we, you know, saw that a lot of the races were being canceled um, and there's a lot of pretty much nothing they can do about that. I'm sure the no. races would run if they could, but, um, we are in a u- unique position to do what we want to do and give that choice to the individual. And that's the way we look at it. Uh, whether it's, uh, you know, something that the race can, can or cannot do other races, we do have the opportunity to do that. And we're very fortunate and blessed to do that. So we, um, we are giving that choice to the racers, uh, you want to come out we're going to be there we're going to run a race october 3rd red october is what it's called and um we have some pretty amazing stuff i don't and you may have run this these uh this obstacle before as well but uh hubie cushman with the indian mud run uh brought his is allowing us to use his floating wall rig and um it was at the uh the world championships i believe at one point uh it's the big rig with the floating walls on the bottom and on the top uh huge structure huge structure and uh he's allowed us to bring that to our race because he was unable to use it in his race this year so um we'll have it there we also have a 350 foot water slide uh which i think may be the one of the biggest in ocr uh so that as well it's a blast and get about 40 miles an hour down that thing and um we're going to be doing October. Wow. I am. Mean, yeah. I'm going to have to look. It's kind of one of those, what that's only a month away. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's one of those. I, I'd really love to be out there. I'm not sure if I could, I could swing that so quickly, you know, with, you know, literally, I, like I said, I literally just bought a house like a, three weeks ago. So, <laughs> 
totally understand that. Anytime I spend money right now, the wife wants to beat me. So, because <laughs> the one thing I figured out buying a house is the cheap part. After you buy the house, it's everything else that you need to do to, to make it home. You know, that becomes the expensive. It never ends. Never, never ends. ends. No. No. So, but I mean, it sounds like a great one. It's one I'm going to have to look at because I'm definitely going to want to get out to Ohio. That's, that's our plan for next year. As long as, you know, this things open back up, but, um, sure. travel. we want to go travel me and, uh, the Don, the other, you know, the, the manager of BeastNet. we want to travel and go to some of these races out. Cause we've, I've only traveled for a few races and it was a certain brand that I'm just kind of um, burn out on and I want to go see I want to race locals but it was supposed to be our goal for 2020 like do all the local races and it's like I want to race local but nationwide if that makes sense yeah no absolutely and I mean local races are it, it's I'm probably due to marketing is one uh you know an overall cost I mean being the smaller guy don't get to get out there and get uh, viewed as much as everybody yeah. else does but local races really do have a great advantage with those that are permanent uh, with the obstacles, the size of them, and the ability to tweak them as you go because they're just not, you know, we're not having to tear up, move down, you know, move somewhere else. And uh, so, yeah, there's there's obviously some definite advantages there. So, yeah. And, and that's one of the things, you know, that we want to do ne next year is, I mean, this year was supposed to be, that was, this year was supposed to be race local in Washington because that's where we were based. But then it's like, you know, we've talked about it. It's like, I want to do race local, but I want to do it nationwide. I want to go hit those local races like yours that, you know, I think that the next evolution of OCR, I mean, rather than, you know, and not to sound bad, the cookie cutter, you know, races that have, you know, right. Like you said, because they have to take it down and put it back up next week in another place. So they have to be able to take it down and put it back up easily. So they're not going to have these huge structures. They're not going to have a 350-foot water slide because how are you going to put that up every time? So, you know. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I think it's a lot about people getting out of their comfort zones, to be honest with you, man. It's, uh, you know, a lot of people, they're excited to go weekend warrior and, and fight, and, you know, go through that obstacle course but they're also used to that obstacle course. They know the yeah. obstacles. They see them coming. They're excited. And they can train for them, too. That's yeah. another big thing. Uh, so, you know, getting out of the comfort zone takes a little bit to do that. And uh, But we're just yeah. like, you know, every other race out there, I mean, when it comes down to it, it doesn't matter your fit fitness level, whether you get through in an hour and a half or it takes you six hours. We, you know, we're excited to have people out there. So, Oh, yeah, and that's been my, my – that, that, I know that one. I've been – uh, I've been on a race course for 13 hours before <laughs> because of, uh, at the time my size and because we had any people injured in our group and we're like, cool, you're injured. But if you want to keep going, we're going to keep going and we'll go with you and we'll get you through this. And heck yeah, it took us 13 hours to finish it. But that was this year has been my year of, you know, redemption. I was trying to get back into good shape so that I could do all the races. And I went from 284 pounds in February to 200 the day. And wow. There's no to do, <laughs> but it's one of those, it sounds bad to say this, but I think in some ways it's because of the fact that there's no races to do that. I was able to do it because my biggest thing was, is my, I would injure myself cause I was so big and I'm still trying to do the obstacles and stuff. And I have like my left shoulder would dislocate anytime I try to do monkey bars, but does that stop me? No, I would try every time. And just having 284 pounds of weight on one shoulder, my shoulder's like, Nope, we're done. And oh my gosh, man. And I would what put was it back a healing place. year for you? What's that? It was a healing year for you. Yes. So I put it back into place and start keep going. But it's like now this year has been that, you know, 
no races, no injuries. And I've been able to drop the weight. Now it's like, okay, next year I'm like, I'm ready. And I want to, like I said, I want to go hit the locals like yours because yours sounds so intriguing to me because it's not the same. It's like, no matter where you go for a lot of these big companies, you know, it's the same obstacles in Seattle that you're going to see in Vegas. It's the same obstacles you're going to see in, you know, Florida. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, I'll I'll put this out there. I mean, it kind of toot our own horn here, here, but uh, we've had people, our course is, is difficult to say the least. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, not just the obstacles, the terrain alone. We have, we, our courses maybe, we average six to seven miles, maybe up to eight. We could change it at any time, obviously, but the, uh, there's about 3000 feet of elevation. So in that six, to seven miles, um, and we've also had definitely a lot of, uh, Spartan racers, uh, tough mutters and stuff out there. And they've come back and said, this was harder than a trifecta. This was the, one of the hardest races I've ever done. So we're excited about that. And we like to see also, you know, those that, uh, you know, do just now and then get out there and they're able to complete it too. So it's, it's, yeah. it's awesome. And that is, I mean, that's one of those things. I mean, that's, you know, what we're looking for is we want those races that aren't the, you know, because that's one that I have done. I've done 30 something Spartans, you know, I've gone yeah. over to Hawaii and I've done the trifecta in a weekend. I've done all of that. And it's, you know, even at 285 pounds, I still did it. It hurt. Right. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> it hurt a lot. But I was able to finish it. And that's kind of, you know, now that I'm, you know, back into shape, I'm like, okay, now I want to, I want challenges. I, I don't want to just go out there and finish a course because, you know, I pushed myself through it. I want to go out there and actually finish a course, you know, and finish yeah. a course, you know, and I, but I want, I want that challenge too. Of, I mean, I can look at, you know, Spartan, Tough Martyr, I've done all these. I know what their obstacles are going to be. I know what I need to train for to make right. sure that I can do really good at those. I need to train for, you know, the, the, the rig. So I can do the hanging obstacles, stuff like that. I need to hang, train for weight, you know, to lift heavy things and stuff like that. But I know which muscles I need to do for something like yours. I've never seen it. Right. I'm right. like, I just need to train for everything and hope that you don't find that one thing I didn't train for, which my guess you probably would, but we'll look for it. <laughs> yeah. You'll look for it. So, yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's definitely exciting. So do you do more than just the one or is it just kind of one of those ones that you kind of throughout the year decide, Hey, we're going to throw one up at this you know, this time or? Yeah. So in the past couple of years, we just did, uh, we did, we were actually doing three races a year. Mm-hmm. And this last, this here, this year here, we did one trilogy race and that trilogy race will, we will be doing that now every year. It is the obstacle course race portion in the morning on a Saturday, mm-hmm. in the evening on Saturday, you will get a night operation mission uh, where you may be uh, going out to destroy something, uh, seek and destroy in a stealth mission, or you may be going out to rescue a downed aviator or uh, it, whatever it may be. It'll be a mission. It's a short mission, usually a one-mile assault course. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll fire weapons, no doubt. Um, everybody fires weapons at our races. It, uh, and then in the next morning, we usually do like a 5K uh, trail run um, on Sunday. So it turns, it's a, a three event weekend where we have medals for each one of the events, um, and a t-shirt. And then you get, uh, you'll have like a trilogy medal that is truly epic in any way possible. So, um, if you do all three, you get a, you get the trilogy. I'm going to have to look at it. When you do that one next year, I, yeah, definitely send us info on that. Cause that might be one we want to, we want to fly out to. So 
Absolutely. Yeah. Makes a, a whole weekend, you know. It's, right. it's definitely uh, worth yeah. a good – if you're going to make a long trip, definitely worth it there. And, and that's the thing that, you know, me and my me and my wife have tried really hard because we've done uh, – I've done so many that, you know, I, I went on that, that kick for a couple of years where I did, like, every freaking Spartan race I could. So we would right. go traveling, but we made a deal that it wouldn't be – we had to make a vacation out of it. Anyone that we went to because we did one where we literally flew down the night before – we slept, drove to the race. I did the race. We got back in the car, drove to the hotel, just, you know, kept it an extra day just so I could take a shower. Wow. I took a shower and got on the plane <laughs> and flew home. And we weren't there for more than 24 hours. And I'm like, we're like, this was a complete, I mean, a waste. So we basically made it. So anytime we go, it's like, okay, like we go, we go do the Vegas race almost every year and we'll fly down yeah. on Thursday and then fly home like Wednesday. And so, and I'll do the race Saturday, yeah. Sunday. And then, you know, and that's probably what we would want to do is, I mean, go down to Ohio, spend three days, you know, doing the races. And well, I would spend three days doing the races. My wife doesn't do them. So she's like, you can have fun. <laughs> I'm going to go do something else. So she likes the places where there's a beach. So anywhere there's oh, a beach, okay. like, let's go. But <laughs> yeah, so that's why she loves Hawaii every year. We, we, this is the first year in four years we haven't gone to Hawaii. Because oh, we wow. to Hawaii and, you know, this was supposed to be actually my son's graduation year. He graduated this year and it was supposed to be his, you know, trip to Hawaii for his graduation. And, you know, they were going to sit on the beach while I went and killed myself in the, the, the mountains of Hawaii. So, which a lot of people are like, oh, Hawaii, it's got to be an easy flat. No, Hawaii is a big mountainous island, people. You have no idea. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, that sounds like a lot. they had the better deal on that one. Yeah, <laughs> Sitting they on the beach. They <laughs> By the time we finished, because of the humidity and everything else, my feet swelled so bad. Yeah, my uh, my shoes didn't fit. So oh I my had God. huge like blisters after the first day. So then I had to put on just my normal everyday shoes because they were a little bit you know bigger. They were right. the OCR shoes and wore those for the second day. And by the time I finished, I mean I like skipped one of the last obstacles because I'm like I'm not doing the dunk walks. I'm not putting my my feet were literally bleeding, and I'm like I'm not putting them into that water. So you can. Oh my gosh! Yeah. So, yeah, it was like the worst. And I'm like, yeah, obviously I didn't train hard enough for this. I finished them, but it was one of those like I said, I want to not just finish and finish them completely dead. I want to crush the races this next year. So heck yeah, man, that's awesome. That's, like I said, I want to look at your guys' stuff like yours because that sounds awesome to me. I mean, the idea of not just lifting, not just climbing over walls. You've got the whole, you know, battlefield atmosphere. You've got all that kind of stuff. I mean, it, it's different. It's like I said, I think this is the evolution of OCR. You know, I know a lot of people want to see it go into the Olympics and all that. And I'm like, yeah, okay, but what about for us? I mean, not to sound, right. you know, selfish, but what about for us, the, the layman, the, the people that are, we're never going to run in the Olympics? You know, and I know that I'm not, I'm, I'm not upset about that. I'm not, it's not a bad thing. I mean, it's just something I'm not going to train for and do, but you know, it's like, cool, you're making the Olympics, but what about us? You know, we need something to, you know, that we need the sport to evolve so that it's still, we can keep us in the age. So. Absolutely. I, I think, I think overall, and, and you kind of spoke to it there is, you know, even when you were uh, going out for a 24 hour period, getting out of the race, get back get to the hotel and get, go home you know, you completed the race and like you look back on it and thought about probably the money you spent and how short a time you were there. And what we're trying to do is create an entire experience because yeah. you can run a race everywhere and anywhere all over the country. But like we want that experience because I'm sure almost anybody would agree. The best experiences, the stories that you tell all the time over and over that everybody wants to hear about are the ones where it was 
total sucked. Yep. Your bad experiences make for great stories. And we literally build Warex around that idea. The, you know, the, the more uh, hardship you can go through and overcome, the better the story. And that experience is what it's all about. And it is. And I mean, that's one of the reasons why we started this podcast. And it's one of those things that, you know, I mean, really, like I said, I just moved it. I was yesterday, I was setting up my gym, you know, down in the garage. I took one half of the garage, turned it into a gym, painted it red, all this stuff. And I was hanging up all my metals just, you know, that because that's kind of an inspiration to me. And then I'm thinking, yeah. I'm like, I have a lot of medals from doing Spartans. And I mean, I've been doing, you know, I did road races starting back in like 2010, you know, so I have a bunch of like half marathons and marathon medals. And I'm like, but I couldn't, I couldn't look at any of these, like, especially the, you know, the ones that, you know, it's the same medal, no matter where you go and do the race, just depending on what race right. you do. Um, I couldn't tell you what any of these medals mean to me. Right. But if you ask me like, you know, like Montana 2015, I can tell you all sorts of memories and stories and everything that we did on that course, but the metal, and actually that's not true. Cause that metal is different than the rest. So I can't tell you what that one was, but, <laughs> <laughs> but you, that's the point though, is that you, you, you can pick out those races where mm -hmm. the experience was, was epic, you know? Yeah. And it's like last year, you know, like I said, in Hawaii where I did all three, I did the full, you know, trifecta. It's, the, the medals, I mean, yeah, they're cool. And I really, I feel like I earned them. And I mean, they mean something because I worked so hard for them. But the the memories of doing it, um, the memory of, you know, my good friend, Nick, uh, we finished because the way they did it, you do the beast on Saturday. And on Sunday, you do the super and then you do the sprint right after. But when we finished the super, I'm like, I'm done. I can't do this. My, my feet are destroyed. I'm done. And Nick's like, okay, cool. Let's go walk with me over here to get out, get my packet, blah, 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 you know, and all that. And the next thing I know, I'm standing in the start line going, wait a minute. I thought I said I was done. He's like, yeah, we know, Come on, let's go. <laughs> you know, in those kind of memories where you have those friends and that, that bond where they're just like, cool. I know you said you gave up, but yeah, you can give up after we finish this race. That's you know? awesome. And those are the things you remember the, the medals. I mean, not sound bad. My, you know, I don't want it to, but my gym could burn down tomorrow and all those medals could be melted and gone but you can't take my memories. So Absolutely. That's what, man. that's what it's all about. And your, your race. I mean, I just, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I keep trying to think if there's a way I can figure out how to get out there next month, but yeah, no, my wife would kill me, but, <laughs> but I guess <laughs> that's, it, that's what's exciting about it, man. We, like I said, we, we threw this race in just because, uh, you know, the lack of races out there, the lack of options out there. And in July, we just had a lot of people like, you guys need to do an October race. Yeah. You need to do it. And we're like, all right, let's throw it together and see what happens. And uh, so far, so good. It's looking good. Uh, we're getting excited. We've got some new upgrades to obstacles that are extremely challenging. It's nice. We have some guys out there of all different experiences, level from elite to novice, and they try the obstacles. And, you know, generally speaking, uh, with our course, it's not, you know, you should obviously strive to do all the obstacles, but we don't care. That's not the point. Yeah. Um, we're not a qualifying race and we probably never will be because of how different we are. Um, the way we start it, the way we do everything, we obviously we time, time, everybody, we do age group awards and things like that. But the, uh, uh, the, the point of this race is the excitement, the experience and the memories. So and that's what they should be. I mean, it's one of those, I mean, there are those people and I know there are people out there that are competing to be the best of the best and, you know, numbers and everything else. I'm one of those. I mean, you know, I, I don't, 
I don't want to be the best of the best. I, I mean, I do, but I don't, if that makes sense. It's not important to me. I mean, I'm one of those ones, most of the races I've done, if I help somebody get to the race, then I've done my job. Absolutely. And I've been on races with, a, our, you know, my, my, I call my OCR family, but with them, and we had a goal that we're going to finish in this amount of time. It's going to be great. And then all of a sudden we hit a park and we found somebody that just was struggling. And it's like, you know, all, all of us looked at each other and said, yep, goals out the window because this person needs our help. Absolutely. That's, that's the way it should be. I mean, it's not, you know, if you're racing elite and competitive, go for it. But if you're racing sure. waves to me, it's like you just help and make sure everybody gets the best experience they have and enjoys it. So, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that is awesome. So is there anything else you want to want to tell our listeners before we go or? I uh, know. I just, uh, I think uh, the biggest thing that uh, we want to impress on everybody is our upcoming race. Uh, we will be doing um, building bigger and better every year. I mean, we've got 50 plus obstacles at this point. Um, a lot of water obstacles, obviously a 350 foot slide is always enticing. Yes. And uh uh, you know, we're, we're just, we're getting bigger and bigger every year. Every time we have a cult following now, I think anybody that's been to our race hasn't missed a race since. So, uh, that's exciting for us. And, um, you know, we're just, uh, other than the fact that we can't, you know, we're, we're, we're not as high budget as every, some of those other ones that are able to, uh, get out there and reach, reach the audience. We have people coming from everywhere. We have people from California to Alabama to Maine have been to our race and uh, Canada as well. So uh, yeah. we're excited about that and we're just going to keep on growing and um, just uh, keep on providing this experience. I mean, it gets bigger and more explosive literally every time. So that is amazing. So October 3rd is the next one. So anybody yep. who can get out there, definitely get out there and do this. Um, we'll make sure when we post this that we have links to all of your, you know, your Facebook, um, website, everything so that people can find it. Um, and definitely keep watch, you know, look for the next one because I, like I said, I, I probably won't maybe be able to make the October 3rd one, but I, I want to see when the first one is of next year. And I, I think I'm going to have to find a way to get to Ohio. So awesome. Cause that's going to be amazing. This sounds like an amazing event. So all right. I appreciate it, Mike. Oh yeah. Well, thank you, Jake. Um, like I said, I will make sure that we put everything, you know, links to, to find you guys and get signed up so people that are interested can get out to Ohio. And, uh, you know, I, I've never heard of a good reason to go to Ohio until now. So <laughs> <laughs> no offense taken already. So. No, no offense. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Does your business need first aid, AED, OSHA, flagging, or other safety training? James Safety Services is your one-stop shop. Find them on Facebook today at James Safety Services WA and ask for a quote on hosting your training needs. Thanks for listening to the BeastNet podcast. If you haven't done it yet, find us on Facebook. Like and share the podcast. Give us a review on iTunes or Spotify. All these things will help to expand the show in the future. Don't forget to subscribe and let us know what you think and what you'd like to hear. Yeah.